0: Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Mike, and I'm with Ross. Hi, Mike. And Joey. Hello. And Hi. Tom. Hi, Mike. <laughs> so um, we had a, a listener write in asking about um, if we'd ever done an episode on conflict resolution, and I don't think we have. Something we've talked about a number of times, yeah, on a specific not, yeah, episode. Yeah, specifically, yeah. Yeah, so, and this is something that I train teachers a lot on because I think it's a really important skill. I mean, to me, the whole idea of conflict resolution is that you get to have kids who have a hard time keeping two things in mind, right? You know, they think mm-hmm. it's hard to, for them to think of me as like um, a grown up, but also being my mom and dad's kid, you know? Right. So I'm like, I'm a child and I'm a right. grown up right. or whatever. Um, oh. So the idea that like somebody could be, um, have a different idea than you, like, like this couch is a spaceship you know, have someone else like, no, it's a throne or whatever. And just, mm-hmm. you know, and they are going to start arguing, start, start hitting, whatever, pushing each other because they cannot imagine there's another, how could it be? You know, they're looking at it and they're seeing whatever's in their head. So, you know, it's obvious that conflicts are going to happen in a conflict resolution. They get to start hearing the other side of things. And it also, one, allows the if there is one person that was more aggressive or the aggressor, they get to hear the other person's side. But also the person who often falls into that victim role gets to speak up. Mm-hmm. And so they get practice. Both sides kind of get the practice of the skill they need help with. you know. And so I really like the idea of conflict resolution. And with young children, and this is kind of using Betsy Evans' work around conflict resolution. She kind of developed... It's really the same structure that adults use and it's just making it for early childhood so the teacher takes on a much more active mediator role but it's really acknowledging emotions first you're never going to get to any sort of problem solving part of conflict resolution until you acknowledge emotions Mm -hmm. and that's true with grown-ups as well as kids so being able to you know with adults we often have to label it for them like you look mad Mm -hmm. um With adults, you might say, "How did you feel?" Or you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but this. But the idea is that once you've talked about emotions and helped the children, you know, if they have strong emotions, they might have to bail out some of those emotions a little bit first. But once the emotions are at a point where they've at least been acknowledged and they're not too upset anymore, doesn't mean they might still have a few tears left. But Mm -hmm. you know, you can start getting the problem-solving thing of, "Tell me what happened," and. Hear it from one kid, hear it from the other kid. And not asking why, because these children are under the age of eight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) asking what happened. Mm -hmm. And then being able to restate it. Like, oh, Joey wanted the couch to be a spaceship and Ross wanted it to be a throne. Mm -hmm. What do you think we could do? How can we solve the problem? Whatever type of phrase you Mm -hmm. want to use with that. But really, you put the two things side by side and now they get to kind of try to figure it out. That's essentially what it is, mm-hmm. right? And that was—it's
1: that that subtle language too, especially with young children. Rather than why did this happen? But like, so you two both—how are you two going to make this work? Yeah, because then it kind of puts that mindset of like, oh, we can figure this out. Versus it's simply a problem like, to be solved. It's, it's right. going to be either—it's either, either going to be the throne or it's going to be the spaceship. But what if it was an intergalactic throne on the spaceship that's going? and then all but there's like how are you two going to get there because i and i think it right. goes back to something we conflict resolution especially with young children goes back to trust yeah i trust that you two yep. can figure this out and if not
0: i'm here to help you right and i find that using that that kids who aren't part of the problem part of the conflict will come over mm. so this isn't going to be as helpful for parents mm-hmm. but for classroom teachers it's like everyone else and they're not emotionally invested in either so they'll have like, ideas and they'll have ideas do. This particular one was actually some kids wanted the couch to be the Millennium Falcon and some kids were playing princess. And then one of the kids said, well, I'm Queen Amidala and you can be Princess Leia. And all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, okay. And like, I have a feeling in their heads, they were all picturing something different. You know, one mm-hmm. of the, the prince, girl playing Princess Leia thought she was in a castle and had no clue what, who Princess Leia was. And the kids playing Millennium Falcon. And, you know, they're like four, they they know the characters' names, they don't necessarily know the movie, but they go, oh, okay. And they just start playing together. And...
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I want to introduce the, the thought, the yeah. idea, that um, sometimes we rush into conflict-solve more than we should.
1: Mm-hmm. and We as in the adults. As the adults.
3: I guess I said the adults. I, I, I can't speak for parents, I'm a teacher. But um, mm-hmm. sometimes I think it's okay to let them oh, argue yeah. and resolve it and... And you don't have to have the uh, this. You know, you don't have to necessarily go in and, and work it through with them. Um, and sometimes their solution is like not at all what I would be okay with. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. a child agrees to something. I'm like, don't, don't let them do that. Right. You know, um, it's not what I would have thought would be the quote unquote fair solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can work it out without an adult. I, I, I think. So No, yeah. No, I don't mean to... I, I was, and I, I'm speaking right. kind of loosely because I, I can't think of a, a rule of thumb that I would use yeah. for when I do and when I don't I jump a, in. I,
2: I have a good example. Okay. Yeah. I remember uh, I never let... I never reserved seats around the snack table mm-hmm. for the kids. Right. And so whoever got to sit yep. there got to sit there. And this one day, this one little boy wanted to sit next to his his good buddy. And there was no room next to it. And he was putting up a fit like... You wouldn't believe he was crying. Oh, and, I believe it. Uh, A.K.A. <laughs> last <laughs> week in my the yeah. It was the end of the world. And then one of the one of the little kids says, um, "You get what you get, and don't have a fit." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, what does that mean?" Because he, he didn't. He, they didn't hear it from my right. That's not something. Right. They've heard it from another adult. And these kids start to explain what. Um, you get what you get, and you don't have a fit. And the other kid is starting... He understands that because he's been... He's heard it, too. He's heard it, Mm -hmm. too. And it just diffused the whole situation, Mm. and he went and found another place to sit because they were able to talk it out themselves rather than me saying... Sorry. Right. You gotta... And I don't
3: mean to undermine what Mike was describing. Yeah. I think the basic framework for solving a problem, we do have a responsibility as right. adults Absolutely. to teach to children. Yeah. I think that sometimes we, as adults living in the state of Minnesota, um, are conflict diverse, And yeah. you hear raised mm. voices. Right. And you hear passionate speech right. in play, or, or not in play, often around play, and you think, oh, I better go in and stop that. Right. They're arguing. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and to me, it's more about are they in control of their own emotions? Right. So if they're raising their voices because they're angry, they're still in control of their emotions. Uh-huh. If they're pushing, right. They're not. Right. In control or yeah, of emotions. moved yeah. to
3: tears because the couch or just it. got commandeered as a space. Yeah. But I, I, I do yeah. think that people should at least observe themselves as mm-hmm. much as they can. Yep. And when are they kind of rushing in so that there is no conflict? I mean, I think sometimes conflict right. resolution in a classroom becomes conflict. Elimination, right? right. Um, yeah. You know, because you don't mm-hmm. want to. It makes people uncomfortable, yeah. right? Um, so I think that you should be watching as much as you can, watching yourself for right.
1: that. Right, because I think it's that the the reason why you model as the adult, as whether the parent or the teacher. Because the, the the eventual goal is that you're going to do this on your own because you're going to be on the playground. Right. You're going to be at the park. You're going to be in the lunchroom where there's not an, an right. adult right. there to monitor. So how do you resolve this on your own? And I feel like, yeah, the elimination then doesn't allow any of the practice. Right. It's similar to, right. like, like you mentioned, being conflict ad- adverse in Minnesota, also having long winters. And if you're always zipping jackets for the child, they're just going to go around and go, zip my jacket, zip my jacket eventually they'll figure it out they'll have to do it but the skill level is going to be maybe less because you haven't had as much time to practice or you just kind of have this sense of like well i've never really done it so i don't really know how to do it and how to do it in a way that feels safe right. in a way that feels um equal because i think if as we get older there are those who maybe develop more of that just kind of passiveness like fine you can just take no i don't want to mm-hmm. right i don't want to fight you just do whatever you want the and then and then there's always that giving away. And I would away. say that's
0: another time to step in. If a child is always giving in, mm-hmm. right. I would say they don't know how to advocate for themselves. Right. So I'm going to step in even though it's not coming to blows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Although um, I
3: think it's a skill. So I, I, I observe kids who just conflict comes up. And again, I'm probably thinking mostly like in a play scenario. And they just kind of leave. Right. I actually think that's a skill. Like right. wow, you are a high conflict playmate. But there's a
0: difference and, yeah. in right. that and like right. sort of and giving in to like, okay, I will be the cat or I will be
3: Right. Whatever. Although sometimes if you really want to play the game, sometimes you have to be the cat.
0: Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if a child is always doing right. it, like right. to me, right. Right. when you're a teacher and see it consistently, right. no, no, I, you I, I'm make just sure. I'm just
3: pushing I'm oh, just yeah. pushing back because right. I think we yeah. solve a lot of problems. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um But I don't think I'm solving the problem if I say are you sure you want to?
3: Right. And if I check in with right. that child,
0: that's not solving their problem. Right. That's letting them pause and think about right. it. Right. Versus. That's the things I still don't say you should. You don't
3: go and say, she wanted to be a sister. You're making her be the cat.
0: Right. Um, I would simply say, are you sure? Right. Because uh-huh. if you don't want to, we can still talk about it. Right. Might, that's what I say. I might even add, you know, what, what do you want to be? I mean, right. would you.
2: But well, we'll tell yeah. them, right? Yeah, we'll right. Tell them, right? That's the and other giving part. Them right. yeah. a little bit more power right. oh, than yeah, just yeah. to say right. yeah. you want to or not, because that's a yes or no. Yeah, yeah. And t- what, what? Do yeah, you want what to do be? you want to be? Yeah, yeah. So I have a question. Okay. Unless you want to keep no, 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 you got no, 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 we're, 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 we're ready. ready. Yeah. Yes, yes. So are there ever times the glint in his eye where where you just separate the kids because emotions are too high or the conflict is too great that you have to make sure things settle down before you can come back together and, and talk about it. Yeah, oh, I uh, definitely in, in think an, there can be. Especially in an early childhood classroom. Yeah. Are there are mm-hmm. just times that all right, it looks like it's not going to work right now. Why don't you each go mm-hmm. it? I think that goes back to what Mike first
3: said. I think for all, I would say for all humans, when emotions are high, thinking is low. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, like you got the kid in the middle of tears or right. or fists a pumpkin, that you're not going to have some great And there's certain special needs skills. too.
0: Where So where I'm at now, there are certain kids where, right. yeah, it's going to take 15 minutes. Right. So or, we're or, not going to solve playmates, it
3: playmates. Right I don't know if you guys can disagree. Playmates who are a little oil and water. Like, gosh, mm-hmm. you guys just keep fighting. You know, you're right. trying to play and you keep fighting. Maybe you either just do an activity that's less, you know, that just change the activity. Right. Like maybe you just want to do some puzzles together for a little while or whatever just to change it up. Or you know, you, you, you might want to break From each other. And that kind of goes along to, like, did you really want to be the cat? Sometimes it's like, you don't have to play with this person who you keep fighting with. Right. Do you know
0: that? Right. And then what I'd say, (laughs) actually, with both of these cases, is that when they're calm, you know, maybe snack time or whatever, I notice you two often have a hard time playing. Do you have any ideas next time what you could do? So not when they're in the middle of the emotion, but later asking. And, you know, older preschoolers are going to be able to do this more. Like, a three-year-old might Mm -hmm. not remember. Like, oh, we'll just play. Right.
2: Right. Or... Or when they've been doing their own thing for a while, and they sh- you see them start to come together again,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
2: It's kind of like that preventative thing. You go there right then and say, "Huh, you know, no, I noticed last time this happened. What do you think will happen this yeah, time?" Yeah, and uh, right. get them yeah, before, the they get to, yeah. before they get before they right. get to that emotional state
0: where they can't think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's definitely yeah. When you see a repeat. I mean, same thing. If they're building a block building, and they always get frustrated. Well, and, falls, and so what like. Tom's talking about too, <laughs> just just upset. going yeah. to conf,
3: the to, the general topic of conflict resolution that we're sort of talking about. It's also, as a teacher, you're also or an, an adult in charge of children, um, or not in charge of. Sorry, guys, working with supporting all the wonderful worlds. Um, uh, it's being proactive. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you, because know, oh, I only put out one pair of scissors. Well, you're going to have a lot of conflict. Right. right. Uh, so, so, well, yeah. So also knowing where conflicts arise mm-hmm. and 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 how to how to minimize right. uh, the conflicts that happen just because of environmental mm-hmm. factors whether it's not enough time to get mm-hmm. finished an activity or not right. enough materials and those kinds of things i think mm-hmm. that's a, yeah. another or not piece of space. it yeah not enough mm-hmm. space yeah
1: when well, i was thinking tom when your question you said do you separate children i think it's also fair to be the adult and have to separate from either other adults or children and i'm thinking of specifically the case uh, a couple of times where I've been so upset in the classroom by something that's happened, I've said, I need to take a break. And I think it's real. I think maybe that's where, maybe this is other teachers, but parents as well. Like, I'm so frustrated right now. I can't resolve this. I This is me. I'm taking a break. But it was that, I think it's that moment where we as adults can't, we have to be honest with how we're feeling as well. In that moment, we I wasn't ready to try to talk this through. I needed my own time To just say, I need another minute to just
0: kind of, right. And if you find yourself where you have to explain that frequently, then you need like a break from the classroom, as in like you know, go on vacation or something, right? You know, because it shouldn't be something that happens all the time, right? Like you, you might get a little bit upset, and you don't have to tell children like, like, and especially the thing. I think the key thing you said was, it's not. um, I'm not mad at you, but I am not. right i forgot how you said it i was i'm not, not recommend, i'm scared about what happened yeah. in that situation
1: and i think it's also that that if you feel like you are if you're the adult who's getting to that point all the time maybe you need to check yeah. what you're doing because the same thing is you don't want to be dumping your emotional purse all over the children every time you're feeling upset cuz they need to also trust that you're going to be stable and consistent and so that there's yeah. also that feeling of if you're realizing that you know maybe it's your own self-reflection, your own kind of assessment of where am I, right. why am I always, so I think there's a yeah, there's, yeah. There's...
3: The conflict can be very exciting and oh, very yeah. satisfying. Yeah, you know, and, oh, and
2: another podcast. Yeah, oh. and
3: you know, so kids who sort of seek it and, oh, and yeah. adults who right, you know, like I'm movie. on that kid because you know yeah. we're gonna have a good fight, right? You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So.
0: All right. <laughs> Okay, well, this was a great discussion, so thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Mike. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Mind. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.